So I, I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. Those who bring sunshine to the lives of others cannot keep it from themselves. James Matthew Berry. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. For today, we are going to be talking about all the things that inspire me. Why? Because it was requested by Caitlin Farron. So thank you, Caitlin, for sending in your request. And it's kind of like a question that I feel like I've gotten from all different types of avenues. Like, how do you get inspired? How do you stay motivated? All that goodness. So I feel like it would be a really cool way to divulge said secrets via podcast while we hang out and we drink coffee. What do you think? I mean, I I can't hear what you think. So I'm going to hope that you think that's a great idea and we'll move forward, shall we? I feel like there's a lot of different avenues in which I get my inspiration in life from, but there's four main ones that I've categorized everything under for this podcast just to keep it nice and easy for you guys. And those four things are energies, progress and potential, travel slash new experiences, and people. So we're going to go into all four of those topics today, and I'm going to explain to you exactly what inspires me or keeps me motivated or just gets my creative juices flowing on this earth. So number one, energy. So what do I mean by energy? I mean, how do you get inspired by energy? Well, I guess I would have to start by explaining that I'm a big believer that everything is energy. Like everything in this life is energy. What you believe in is energy. What you think is energy. Your body is made up of energy. What you're sitting on or standing on right now, or maybe you're driving, that is also energy. Like everything when broken down molecule by molecule is actually energy. The universe is made of energy. The world is made of energy. Like everything. Okay. So this is where I think that people might be a little different based on, you know, who you are, your chemical makeup, like your birth chart, whatever you believe in. I think that we are definitely all different, but I myself, I consider myself to be a very, very sensitive person. And that can be definitely like a hard thing, but I think it can also be an amazing thing because I feel energies very easily. So energy is definitely the first thing that keeps me inspired because when I go outside and I spend some time in nature, that energy, like the shift in energy that I feel from touching a tree. And I know that that sounds really lame, but I mean, like, honestly, like being in a forest, walking in the fresh air, taking Bentley, just being outside, hearing birds chirping, feeling the sun on my face. That is the kind of energy I mean when I say that that inspires me. Like that makes me feel completely refreshed, completely new. So that by the time I go back inside, I feel like I have all of the energy in me to go at whatever it is that I'm trying to go at. And that also means like things like yoga and meditation as well. To me, even though those are physical things to do, those are habits or hobbies or whatever you want to call it, 
to me, it's just energy. When I do yoga in particular, that's moving my body. That's using my energy to feel all of the different components of my body, whether I'm trying to lift my leg up in the air, whether I'm trying to stand on my head or pull a move or a stretch that I've never done before. To me, it's like I have to zone in on that part of my body and really feel out that energy. Like, ooh, I'm a little stiff there. Or wow, like I have way more flexibility in this area than I've ever had before. And to me, that's very stimulating of my energy. That makes me feel inspired. That makes me feel excited. It makes me tune into my own energy. And meditation does that too. Again, I think that thoughts are energy in themselves. And the thoughts that we choose and the perspectives that we take on can either heighten our energy or suck it all dry. So when I meditate in particular, I call that energy in the sense that I'm trying to anchor my brain or anchor my sense of self or just basically center myself to an energy that makes me feel in tune, that makes me feel aligned, and that makes me feel inspired. And that comes from meditating. But I mean, whether it's meditation or mindfulness or whatever it is that you want to call it, all it really is, is just being aware of your thoughts, which are energy. So all of those definitely fall under the energy criteria when it comes to things that inspire me, just like manifestation. So I do this again too through meditation, but this is also coming from things like writing and journaling and all of that goodness, dream boards. All of those are energy to me because it's anything that makes me excited, anything that changes or shifts my mood or my emotion. I'm a very emotional person and I've already mentioned this numerous times. I'm sure you're sick of hearing about it, but I'm very, very sensitive. So when I say that energy inspires me, I mean anything that anchors me to an energy that makes me feel happy, that makes me feel excited, that makes me feel renewed and restored. That is the number one thing on the list for me because it is the most, the highest ability for me to get inspired comes from these things. When I'm really stifled, when I'm really uninspired, when I'm really down in a rut, these are the things that I turn to first. It's music. It's moving my body. It's even just like dreams and fantasy lands and things that I'll like draft up in my mind or just little clouds of inspiration, exercise, food, community, writing, stories, like reading books, all of these things, even though they are hobbies or little tiny avenues of just things you can do basically with your mind or anchor your thoughts to. That to me is energy. And that is the first and foremost place that I go whenever I'm feeling super unmotivated or super uninspired. So the second thing that I would say inspires me the most is progress slash potential. So what do I mean by that? I mean, anything that involves like goals or planning and then seeing out said goals or planning is Honestly, for me anyways, it's like an addictive feeling. Whenever I set a goal and then I go backwards from how I picture that goal playing out and I map out exactly all of the steps I'm going to need to take and when I'm going to need to take them and what day I'm doing what, and then I'm like, ooh, I'm excited. And then day one starts and I start actually taking those baby steps. The momentum that I gain from that and the inspiration that I gain from that it's like a high to me. Like I honestly would say it's addictive to the point of potentially being like bad, but not because all it is, is it's basically working towards these goals that I'm setting out for myself. So it's inevitably extremely good. I just, 
I would say it's bad in the sense that like it blows my mind sometimes like how overexcited I get about the tiniest little momentum on a goal, you know? That is to say though that it can definitely get out of hand when I let these goals and all of this planning and stuff keep me from tapping into the present moment and every day. So that's why I put it second on the list because energy needs to come first. It needs to be nature and movement and yoga and eating healthy and taking care of myself. Like all of those things need to come first. But second is definitely planning, organizing, setting a goal, and then seeing it through. That is the most addictive feeling you will ever find. And it's one of the ones that I think it can be hard for us to feel inspired by that if we haven't seen through a goal in a while. Like if you really think about it, if you aren't somebody that is doing a lot of planning and like establishing goals, especially longer term goals, because those are like the greater sense of gratification that we'll feel rather than just taking like an easy goal or like something that you can do in a day. If you see through something that was going to take you like a year, or if you see through something that you had to put your blood, your sweat, and your tears in. When you get that feeling of accomplishment, that is such a inspiring feeling that it's almost hard not to want to keep doing it, to keep going through it. So I'm sure a lot of you guys out there are listening to this and thinking of a goal that you've accomplished in your life and knowing exactly what I'm talking about. And if you haven't felt that way in a while, now's the perfect time to start getting inspired by that. But just keep in mind to be just as excited by the baby steps as you are with the final product, because that is how you get inspired by goal setting. And that is how you get inspired by progress and potential. You do so by basically getting super excited and happy over even just the smallest little increment of growth towards that goal. And you can do this too before you've even started taking those steps. Maybe you have a big goal to, I don't know, own a house and have children one day and all of that goodness. So the first thing that you're going to have to do today is maybe start saving up. So maybe you can't make a huge amount of progress in that goal right now, but what you can do is make a dream board. You can map it out. You can pull out a bullet journal or pull out, like I said, a board of some sort, start printing out visualizations and pictures of these things and start really seeing it and feeling it in your bones. Like it's already yours. That feeling will get you so excited and so inspired that it's, again, it's hard not to want to then move forward and go see it through. That to me is just basically a very simplified version of what manifesting is because manifestation comes from getting so excited about something, getting so sure of something, visualizing it, feeling it in your body, feeling the emotion that you're going to have the day that you actually have that thing come to you in your life, and then letting it go, getting back down to the present moment today, and just start taking those little baby steps. Because that is truly manifestation. Progress in a lot of ways is manifestation in the sense that you're aligning with what you've planned because you've set out to do something and then you are almost so gung-ho on it that it's almost impossible for the universe not to give it to you. So watching a dream come into fruition and then enjoying said fruit is definitely the second highest means of inspiration that I get in this life. Buenos dias world from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
My next most inspiring source of motivation is definitely travel and new experiences. I didn't travel a lot growing up. So when I grew up, I basically went to the East Coast of Canada and that was pretty much it. We did that every single summer and I have zero regrets because it was some of the best years of my life. But as I started to get older and I had more of the freedom to be able to travel, I started to take full opportunity. And it became such a fast falling in love that I don't even remember what it was like to have not traveled, you know? I can't remember what it felt like to have only known my hometown because I feel like I've grown so much as a person from traveling. So whether or not you are someone that is well-traveled or not, definitely try and take as many opportunities as you can to get out there and get into some fresh scenery, experience some new things, experience some new cultures, because it's the easiest way to just basically get a fresh new perspective on life. The first trip I actually ever went on was to Puerto Rico and it was completely by myself. It was my first time ever on a plane and I was 18 years old and I drove myself to Toronto. I was living in Kingston at the time. So it was two and a half hours away. I drove up, I parked my car, I got on. Oh, actually, that's a lie. I did not drive up to Toronto. I drove up to Ottawa and went to the plane, got on and was terrified. Like I was so scared. I had no idea what I could expect. Like basically, I just had no idea. I was like, what am I doing right now? I'm basically stepping off the ledge into darkness. And it was the best feeling. I went there. I met all these new people and I was so far outside of my comfort zone. But it's so funny looking back on it now because I'm like, God, that was just the beginning. Like, I remember coming back from that trip and being like, okay, I I can officially travel by myself now, right? Like, I don't have to do it a lot, maybe once a year. And now I'm like, any chance I can get, I will travel. That experience was only five days long, but there are friends and people that I met there that I still keep tabs on today. We still, you know, talk over social media, but. That was the first taste and experience I ever had of being around other new people and talking about just new topics and hearing other people's stories of how they got to where they were and trying different types of food and just basically experiencing a whole new sense of just what reality could be like if I were to literally just hop on a plane and be somewhere else in the matter of a few hours. And that feeling became so addicting to me. It was the idea that there is life going on at this moment all over this world and it's just waiting to be lived. And I just want to go live it. And to me, that is so inspiring. Like when I can get around other people and have even conversations where you might meet somebody and because of where they're from, you have like opposing opinions on something. But even that in itself is inspiring to me because I love just meeting people and being outside of your day-to-day norm and having these types of discussions and trying new foods and seeing new things. And I mean, we're not even getting into the history side of traveling. Like when you can travel somewhere that has a long history of humanity and you can almost feel it, you feel it in your body, like you feel that energy in your soul. And it's just so mesmerizing. It's so fulfilling and it's so, wow. Yeah. Travel is definitely one of those things that anytime I come back from a trip, I feel like a whole new person. I feel like I've learned so much. I feel like I am just ready to take all of the things that I've learned and then actually turn it into something to whether it's, you know, putting it into creating a new video, putting it into creating a new podcast. If it's a perspective that I learned or an epiphany that I had, it's whatever it is. Every time I come home from a trip, I'm never more refreshed than 
that feeling. And the cool thing about travel too is that when you go away somewhere for a few days, you almost create this new mini home, this new mini version of you that it's your norm or your day-to-day, even if it's only for three to four days. And that in itself is in a lot of ways, I think so stimulating to who we are, so stimulating to our emotions, so stimulating to our sense of energy that it's hard not to be inspired when you go away and come back from something because it's almost like a journey, not only physically, but emotionally and mentally as well. You end up getting so far outside of your comfort zone and finding all of these new interests and hobbies by being around these new people and seeing these new things. I remember the second trip that I came home from feeling just completely like a new person and so inspired was the first time I ever went to New York City. Again, I was still living in Kingston at the time. So big cities as big as I'd ever been to were Toronto. And I went to New York and was just like awestruck by the energy there. Everybody was moving this way and that. And there was so much to do, so much to see. And at the time I was there for a work event. So there were a couple other girls there that were also creators as well. And we weren't done like our meetings and stuff until pretty late. And then we had a dinner. And after the dinner was over, it was 1130. And one of the girls were like, you want to go shopping? And I was like, well, wouldn't it be closed? And they're like, no, no, no. This is New York. So we go to Times Square and we shop till like 1.30 in the morning. And I was like, this is insane to me. Like the fact that first of all, the street looks like it's daytime because it's so lit up. And second of all, it's 1am and here I am in the middle of a shopping store picking out clothes. Like it was the most just alien feeling. But at the same time, it just stimulated this whole new energy in me. I felt so inspired and so motivated when I came home that Actually, funny enough, it was that trip that once I came home, I remember the following day going to Staples and picking up a calendar, picking up my first like actual like strict day planner that I really started to map out my schedule and my routines. And I really started to take what I did for a living seriously. I had already been doing YouTube full time at that point, but I mean, I really really got into it after that New York trip because I was around other people that were doing the same thing. But not only that, just being in New York and seeing everybody do that hustle and put in that energy and that time and just that passion. Like I came home feeling that. I came home feeling like I wanted to put in energy and time and passion. I didn't want to just lay back and kick it easy and kind of go with the flow as much anymore. Not that I'm saying you should never do that. I think life is a series of balancing both of that. But I It was the first time I felt like I had really like torched the fire of passion in myself to go at what I wanted to go at and to live in a big city one day. And now here I am in Toronto. I don't think I could ever live in New York like full time. I love Canada too much. And to me, Toronto is very similar, I would say, to New York in its own way. Please don't get offended anyone that's from New York. I I don't mean that in any sense of the word. I, I think New York is definitely a separate entity. But I definitely think in terms of if you're in Canada and you want that New York feel, come to Toronto. Um, but now here I am in Toronto and I still get that same stimulation from going out into the city on a day-to-day now that I got that day. And it makes me feel just so inspired and so connected to all of these humans that are in the same space as me and watching us all just like pass by and all of our paths cross as we're all just living out our lives. And you see people biking and running and someone on their way to an office job and you go sit down in a restaurant and one guy is in a suit and another person is in sweatpants. And just that to me is the coming together of all types of walks of life. And it is just so incredible to me. And that trip changed a lot of who I am and how my life turned out today. So, I mean, travel, definitely. And I would say the third trip that inspired me the most was definitely my trip to Thailand. Uh, A lot of you guys may have been 
around for that. I mean, the podcasts were around then. So I don't know if you've seen the video where I did that solo travel trip. It's on my YouTube channel, but it was a trip that I did at the end of a three leg trip where the first one is a road trip I did with Bentley, which also made me super inspired. Then I went to Coachella with my best friend last year. And then right after I got home, it was like a few days and I hopped a plane to Thailand by myself for a week. And that trip, was again, one of the most inspiring and stimulating things because I had so many epiphanies. I was so far outside of my comfort zone. It was one of those things that had been on my bucket list and I just kind of thought, screw it, I'm just going to go and do it. And then I wanted to uh, go to the elephant sanctuary there in Phuket and pet an elephant. That was like number one on my bucket list after Northern Lights for the longest time that I thought, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go. And after I came home from that, I was so inspired that if I hadn't gone on that trip and hadn't felt that sense of inspiration coming home, I wouldn't have then come home, been like, okay, so what's next? Book my trip to Arizona. And then, I mean, depending on if you guys, again, watch my YouTube or follow me anywhere else, you kind of know how that played out. So everything in my life, all the little bouts of travel and inspiration and all of that goodness, it has really set the course of my life. It's really built in exactly who I am today and and all the inspiration that I feel coming home from any trip, even my most recent trip to California. I came home and I have not worked as hard as I've worked in these last, I'm going into the second week right now since I've been home, but I am working so hard, but it doesn't feel like I'm working hard because I feel so inspired. I feel so excited. I feel so stimulated. And that came from experiencing new things, being somewhere new and traveling. So whether you travel or not, or for those of you guys out there that haven't yet or don't know if you want to or are scared to travel specifically alone, I'm telling you, do it. It will feel a little uncomfortable at first, especially if you're traveling alone, but you will never feel the same sense of inspiration that you will coming home from those trips that just completely change your perspective on life and change who you are. So, Last but not least, people. I would say that the fourth thing that inspires me most are definitely the people surrounding my life. And those are people that I know, people that I don't, people that I talk to every day, and people that I've never talked to before in my life. The first and foremost is definitely my family. I would say that I get so much inspiration from my family in all different types of ways. For instance, my brother. My brother inspires me so much to just be so open and loving and caring of other people. I don't know anyone with a heart as gold as my brother. He cares so deeply for other people. He feels so deeply about life. And he is so wise beyond his years that I can't help but like, after being around him, just want to be better myself, you know? Not only that, my brother is so, so sweet and he will tell you everything that inspires him about you that you almost want to live up to his expectations. You almost want to live up to who he sees you as. And so knowing my brother has made me such a better person just in general, but especially every day. And whenever I'm going through anything, especially hardships, funny enough, I turn to my younger brother a lot for advice because like I said, he is so emotionally mature beyond his years that he always just knows what to say and he can step inside of other people's shoes. And that's just like a superpower that he has. So there's my brother and then my sister. She has got the most incredible work ethic. That girl will gun it until she is depleted. And that's not always the best thing I would say in terms of just being human, but for her, it works. Like she has the work ethic like nobody I've ever seen. This girl, I mean, she served for seven years 
while also doing like a co-op, which is like like a placement co-op where after school you get placed somewhere, but she was still also in school. So she was doing like three different things at the same time while living on her own and paying for her own school, paying for her own car. Like she set such an example for me for what it meant to, if you want something, work for it. And that again, inspires me every time I'm around her. She's also somebody that I I feel like I always want to just live up to the expectation that I know that she thinks of me. And so knowing my siblings inspires me so much and makes me so much of a better person that I'm so lucky to know them. And I'm so lucky to have them around me because their energy just constantly makes me want to better myself in the ways that I feel like they are just so incredible. And then not only that, I mean, I was really lucky growing up to have parents that allowed me to experiment with who I wanted to be. I mean, I said I wanted to be vegetarian. I wanted to be vegan. I wanted to do all these things. And they were always like, okay, sure, fine. Like, see it out. See if it works for you. And I can remember even when I was really little, my dad having this saying that said, chase your dreams, but live within your means. As in like, you know, whatever dream you have, go for it, but just don't go for it at the point that like you're living outside of your means or you're living outside of what you're actually capable of in the present moment. As long as you're living within your means, chase those dreams take those baby steps towards whatever it is that you want to do with your life. And that is something that is still ingrained into me and still inspires me because I was never told that I had to live my life a certain way. It was always like, no matter what you can dream up, you can do it and you will be supported by me. And I always felt that with my dad. I remember when I lived with him too, I was actually living at my dad's apartment when I quit my job and took on YouTube full time. And there was this camera lens I wanted so bad. I still use it all the time. I use it for the Coe's Daily Brews right now, actually. And I didn't have the money for it. And he was like, I'll put the money for it. Don't worry about it. You just pay me back when you can. And even that in itself, feeling that sense of support and just knowing that he believed in me made it so that I could believe in myself and inspire myself. And so knowing my dad and just even seeing how he has always kept his passions and his inspirations close by, like under his vest. You know, he's always doing music. He's always just going for the things that he wants to go for. So that has always kept me extremely inspired too. Then there's my friends. My friends inspire me every single day. Even just living with Larissa, my roommate, that inspires me so much because again, she is someone with incredible work ethic. She's so organized and she is an earth sign. So she's really good at taking like ideas and actually turning them into physical action, like things that are planted and rooted into the ground. And knowing that I have the ability to like run ideas and inspirations past her and she's really good at being like, this is how you could do that that inspires me. Being around somebody that has such just entrepreneurial energy, but also just such inspirational energy makes me feel so inspired to chase the things that I'm trying to chase and do the things I'm trying to do. The people you surround yourself with are a great means of the energy you feel on a given day-to-day basis. So make sure that you surround yourself with people that are inspiring you. And this includes people that you don't know. Like I mentioned, there are so many people that inspire me every single day that I've never met or talked to. My heroes, you know, people like Oprah, that sounds so cliche, but Oprah to me is so inspiring because every time you just hear her talk, she's so wise and knowing. And I'm always just like, girl, how'd you get so woke? I want to be that woke. So whether it's listening to podcasts, Rachel Hollis is a big, big inspiration in terms of podcasts for me, books, authors, people like Jen Sincero. I've talked about her a lot, but she wrote the book, You Are a Badass. And even just 
hearing that book and hearing her perspective on things, it inspired me in ways, again, that I don't think I would be as into reading these empowering books if it weren't for Jen Sincero. She was the first book I ever read that was like self-help based and it was You Are a Badass and I listened to it driving down to Florida for the first time. And it Honestly, again, one of those things that just lit a torch under my butt and had me so inspired and so ready. And I remember after finishing that book, I was sitting on the beach in Florida. It was Huntington Beach and or Hutchinson Beach or Huntington Beach. I don't remember. But I was sitting there and I had my agenda on me. And there's a couple pages of just lines on the back and I forgot my journal. So I took that and I went down to the beach and I took my pen. And one of the things she said was to write out exactly every single detail of what you expect your life to look like if it were to basically go your way. And that was the first time I had ever done that. And it's so funny because I was just thinking about this yesterday. I was driving back from my hometown and I was thinking about that for some reason. I was like, God, what did I ever write? I, I forget what it was. And so I was 20 at the time, uh, five years ago. And what I had written was exactly where I'm at right now. It's a weird, weird thing because I didn't even make the connection that it happened. But I remember at the time writing that I wanted to live in Toronto. I wanted to live in a big city. There's a few things that are kind of like close close to the notch or close to the, I don't know the term I'm trying to look for right now, but close enough that it's like pretty much happened where I wrote that I wanted to obviously be doing YouTube and all of this full time and still be doing it full time. And I still am that I wanted to be an author, that I wanted to write and release books. And I've done that now. I prefer the term writer over author just because I have this weird complex with it. I just like to write, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm like an author in the sense that I've never done a book tour and I I didn't go through like the normal terms of getting a book published, but I, I am writing books and I am releasing them. And even that, it's like to know that I did that. And then the third thing that I had written was that I wanted to have a clothing line. And that goal definitely changed for me as time progressed. But Coz is in a lot of ways, not my clothing line, but it is my merch line. And it's one of those things that it's like cozy gear. It's hoodies and sweaters and things that make you feel cozy, which is so much more me anyway. It's so much more me than it would be for me to be making pencil skirts and trench coats because I don't wear pencil skirts and trench coats, you know? So even just that in itself, like Jen Sincero really inspired me and still inspires me. I still think of the things out of that book to this day. Um, other authors like Elizabeth Gilbert reading Eat, Pray, Love and Big Magic and just so many people like that. David G, he is the author of the book Sacred Powers that I wrote last year. And it's funny, now we both follow each other on Instagram and he'll always like my things and I'll always like his. And I'm just like, he is just this person that I've never met that inspires me so much. I was literally scrolling yesterday. I saved one of the things that he had posted. I'll read it out to you guys because it's an awesome quote. The quote he posted was, be here now, be someplace else later. Is that so complicated? And that in itself, I was like, yes, I needed that. I'm so inspired. I just want to be here now and be that other place later. I don't need to be that other place right now. I just need to be here. And that was inspiring to me, just even reading that. Having heroes is huge. Having people you look up to, even if you never get the chance to meet them, is huge. Read books, explore the people that came before us, look up to the people that are setting basically our paths right now and allowing us to learn from them and are turning around and giving us the knowledge that they've learned because heroes and role models, they're huge for getting inspiration. And then there's just like your day-to-day heroes or role models or inspirations or everything goals. There's girls that I know that are doing the job that I am right now. There's yogis that I follow on Instagram. Even people like Sarah's Day, if you guys have ever watched her, she's a YouTuber. She's Australian and her work ethic is huge. I feel like she's incredible at doing what she does. She's always on it with her posts. She's 
always making and creating something new. And now she's got a freaking baby and she's still doing it. And I just think that that's awesome. And I love that sense of girl power or um, Adeline Morin. She is also a huge, huge, just like everything goal. She just crushes it in her own way. She has branded herself around the color yellow and she's always just like girls supporting girls and pumping other people up. And I think that that is so cool. And every time I scroll past one of her posts, I'm always really inspired afterwards. Natasha Ocean, she is somebody that I started following for her fitness and I still follow her for that, but I feel like she's somebody that I continue to follow because again, incredible work ethic, but also I just get the sense or the feeling that she is just a well-rounded, like great person. Like I feel like if I met her in real life, that we would just be friends because she just seems so chill and down to earth and so cool. There's so many other people that I could name off right now, but those are just a few of just people that I can think of off the top of my head that just completely inspire me that I see their stuff. And I'm just like, I feel renewed and I feel inspired and I feel motivated just being around even their content, you know? And then lastly, I would say my biggest inspiration is my God of sorts, or I mean, whatever you want to use. I feel like sometimes God can be a heavy word. So I like to use like the universe or energy or love, or again, all of those just don't ever feel right. But to me, it's just basically the source of where we came from. The energy field behind everything we do, the whole idea that, I mean, time is a created illusion by humans. I was a little deep. Um, I just mean more so that like we, we invented time, we invented the increments of time. So when you really peel back the layers of what it means to exist as a human on this earth, there is something bigger than all of us. And that inspires me every single day. So I guess you might say it's my faith. I did a little Coast Daily Brew, sorry, um, on my faith. So if you guys wanted more of a deep dive into what my faith really is, and definitely go check out that video. It's on the Coast channel. But my faith in general is just basically the belief that there is something bigger than us, that there is a reason why we're all here and that it's an optimistic thing. It's something to to believe in. It's something to believe the best in. And it's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. And I don't think that that takes away from a lot of the mistakes that we of humanity have made. Uh, it doesn't take away from the fact that like our planet is definitely needing us more than ever and humanity in itself is needing us more than ever. But I still believe that there's something bigger, that there is a reason why all of these things happen and that we're all just here for something bigger than what we think we are and something bigger than, you know, getting mad that you're stuck in traffic or being upset that you, you didn't get enough likes on an Instagram post or being worried that you're not, I don't know, I can't even think of anything else right now, but it's just like more than the just mundane day-to-day things that we tend to get wrapped up in as human beings. I think that when we can stop getting distracted by those things and we can reconnect to that bigger sense of purpose and bigger sense of faith or God or the universe or like I said, whatever you want to call it, but that inspires me every day because that's exactly why I get up and get out of bed every morning. It's in the belief and the faith that there are still so many more amazing days to come, so many more things to inspire me that I haven't even found yet. And I'm only going to get that if I get up and I get at it. So there you guys have it. Those are all of the things that inspire me most in terms of my everyday life. I want to hear what inspires you guys. So definitely be sure to let me know via Twitter, via Instagram, in the comment section here on CastBox. And aside from that, I hope you guys are all going to have an amazing week. You know what? I take that back. I feel it in my bones that we're all going to have an amazing week. And I will talk to all of you guys next Monday. Bye, guys. So I, I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. 
So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.